Welcome back, everyone, for episode six, the Japanese Grand Prix. Back-to-back -back race locations F1 hasn't been to since 2019. For the newbies who have jumped on board the F1 train since COVID, hopefully this will be another weekend just with a big treat. I think we have a potential for a driver's championship crowning. Don't know. We'll see this weekend. But before I get to our lovely panel to talk through it all, our show is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy Sports app. If you're a regular listener, you already know the code by now. But for any of you new listeners, the promo code is F1 Money Gang to get you a 100% deposit match. And tune into our Discord. From time to time, we will have some underdogs and, and bets that could be made. Um, so yeah, the Discord and the underdog links are available in the description or find our, our links in the Twitter handles as well. Uh, so to kick things off, uh, guess what? We got some rain. It's already forecasting that we might see some showers. I think right now they're expecting that Friday we should see. Uh, I don't have a percentage yet, but it is saying high chance of rain. Temperatures are going to be about 20 to 22 degrees Celsius, so like about high 60s. Um, I think Saturday they're, they're calling for likely dry, mostly sunny. You know, Sunday, don't know. So right now there is expectation there will be rain. We don't know. I know that um, the rain has been something that uh, has caused us chaos, but we might see it again. We might not. So just keep a, a you'll just, we'll just keep you guys posted on that. And as for this weekend's race, uh, Suzuka circuit, first time since 2019, like I mentioned before, um, this is a pretty, pretty technical track. Uh, it's got everything it's in terms of what you would want in a, in a circuit. It's got hairpins, it's got chicanes, long straights. So you kind of want a pretty balanced uh, car for this. Nothing too high downforce. Although some argue you probably do need some. We got the C1, C2, C3 compounds. So we got the hardest compounds at this track. So yeah. Um, and also to rem for a reminder for everyone, the race in the United States for most people, central time is going to be around that midnight on Sunday morning. So yeah, uh, just to kind of recap from the last podcast, last race, obviously it was pretty crazy. We had rain delays. Uh, I actually slept in for most of the first part of the race. Didn't realize uh, my alarm clock didn't wake me up. But just very quickly, we did go 10. We are 10 and one on the community bet. Uh, we actually had stroll for top 10 or points. I think it was plus 135 or for the Europeans out there, 2.38. So yeah, I mean, it was a kind of a wild race. Uh, Checo actually ended up winning the race. He did beat Leclerc off the line, and that was pretty much it from that point. There was a lot of chaos in the back. We did see Hamilton act like an amateur at points. Uh, Max also had his struggles at times as well. Aston Martin showed their their strength in this track this weekend. So yeah, it was a pretty good one. Um, but before we get into everything, I, we're going to get into the roundtable of our picks. We do have a segment that we got called the good book, the good bookie, bad bookie report. So yeah, look for that here in a little bit. So yeah, to kick things off, we'll just start doing our round table and see what picks we got going into the weekend. And we'll uh, let's, let's go ahead and start off with Dolcetto since he wasn't here. I think the past two podcasts, I'm going to put him on the spot. 
what do you got? Hey guys, uh, glad to be back. Um, well, uh, I can't wait to watch the race at a uh, semi-normal time instead of having to be up at 7 a.m. every weekend to watch a race. So uh, 1 a.m. is better than 7 a.m. in my eyes, but that's all right. Uh, so what I got here for this week is, um, uh, you know, there's not much out on Wednesday afternoon, uh, but there's quite a bit of um, good bets out there. So I like um, one that I like is uh, over 17 and a half um, classified drivers to finish the race uh, at even odds almost across the board. You could find it, maybe you could find it at dollar 90, but most books have it at, uh, at even odds. And uh, I looked at the last, uh, like, of course, the last race was in 2019, different cars now, uh, you know, with the rain, who knows if, the, if it's going to be raining or not. But I'm just looking at the trends at this track and uh, at the past five, six races. Uh, I didn't want to go too far back. So I went all the way back to 2014. Uh, kind of like a eight, nine year span. And um, so uh, in in all those five, six races, uh, only once that number went over 17, uh, I mean, went under 17 and a half finishers. And that was uh, in 2017 when there was a lap one uh, accident with Carlos Sainz in the Toro Rosso days when he was still with Toro Rosso. Uh, there was a big debacle there. It was three cars did not finish the race in the first lap. Uh, but uh, um, in 2019, there was only one retirement. Uh, Max uh, got on the collision. Uh, 2018, uh, there was only two retirements. Uh, uh, you know, Kevin Magnussen and Nico Hulkenberg had engine issues eight laps before the end of the race. So it almost hit that classified number. Uh, 2016, everyone finished the race. And then at that time, we had 22 drivers. 2015, again, everyone finished the race. Again, 22 drivers on the grid. 2014, there was only one retirement. Again, we had 22 drivers on the grid. So all these numbers are back in the over 17 and a half. I feel like um, uh, this is a very open track. It's a fast track. Um, I um, I really liked, like that over 17 and a half at even money. And um, I have the one bet that I didn't do the last couple of weeks, and I'm kind of mad at myself, but uh, all zero retirements in lap one at minus 150 at uh, betonline.ag um, if you have access to it. I'm not sure what the number is across other books, but that was the best one I could find. Um, and um, in the last five years, in the last five races, I should say, there there has been only one retirement in lap one, and that was the big accident with Carlos Sainz back in 2017. Uh, I did rewatch the race highlights of the last race in 2019. I looked at every corner. I looked at, um, you know, kind of like a like a lap overview, in just a, you know, and it, it, like it is a very wide track at some corners. Uh, and I feel like even if there's a little bump and somebody gets out of the out of out of track, there's always chance for you to come back, unless of course you hit the wall. But uh, it is a very wide track, and um, um, it is a fast track, and I like that at minus one fifty uh, for zero cars to re uh, to have no retirements on lap one. I that's all I got. That one. I love that one, uh, and I was thinking about you on that one because that did pop up in my mind when I was rewatching the race because I figured that would be one that you would pick, and I do agree. Like the track does flow well. Uh, one comment I'll make before we get to the next person is: is this track is is a track that the drivers actually don't mind to drive? I guess you could say it's a it's one of those tracks that it gives a blend of everything that all the drivers can acclimate pretty fast to it 
what's going to be the challenge for everyone is, you know, the elements plus their cars, right? We haven't seen this car on this track, so no one knows. But once they get acclimated, it'll become a little bit more free flow. And you're right. It is wider. It's it's just a, it's a beautiful track, in my opinion. So, yeah. Um, All the corners are kind of fast corners. So oh, I, I love uh, it. I, I love I like it. it. Yeah. Yep. It's one of my favorites. It's, you only have the the pretty much you have the the hairpin and right before the last turn is where you're going to you have the big slowdowns in the turns. Yeah. All, all the, the rest is just. Yeah. It just it just flows so well. And I just absolutely yeah. love it. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's get to uh, let's get to Renegade. How are you doing, buddy? I am good, thanks. After last week, uh, a yeah. bit disappointing about the player, but on to the next thing. Yeah. So the one uh, pick I've got for the podcast is Max Verstappen fastest lap in the race. At uh, there's one bookie at two point four at Coral, but most are around two point two. So for uh, Red Bull and Verstappen to win the world title. They need to get win the race and fastest lap if it declares in second. But most likely they'll go for the fastest lap anyway because if he's in third and second DNFs, they're going to look a bit silly if they don't go for it. But I think they've priced it up as if it's any other race and it's just a normal chance for for Verstappen to get fastest lap. Mm -hmm. But Red Bull are going to be planning to try and get fastest lap no matter what, especially as they want to win in Japan with Honda and everything. So I think it's definitely odds on that he gets the fastest lap and they're going to just be preparing all they can to, to get that at the end of the race, just to build up their ERS and then just let the energy go on one lap and get the fastest lap. Yeah, and what price did you say that was? So you can get it 2.4. Okay, 2.4. Uh, would you take it at even money i would okay yeah that's uh that's what i'm uh, just eyeing right now so for y'all uh, that use bovada it's even money on there um or was it about plus 135 maybe somewhere else on mgm wherever else you can find it or plus 140 so i like it it's a good pick it's sharp it's basically saying max is going to do whatever it takes to maximize his points to get that championship which in this case if if he's in second third it won't matter he's going to still try to push for that extra point so i love it all right jinx my man you and i were talking right before this i know you got a lovely pick yeah, uh, got a lot of work to do. Um, roughly last week, um, you know, went swept the race, uh, went winless. Um, had the six to one boost. Um, Bodice over Zal cashed. Gazi over Sonoda. Uh, Magnuson on a street never disappoints. Had a black and orange flag on lap seven, so that took him out basically. Mick pulled a Mick and got damage on there, but Sep got caught out um, on a pit stop, so. That lost us a six to one, and it also lost us Seb over Stroll in the race. Uh, had Alonzo over Russ or Alonzo over Norris, and he DNF'd, and then also had Chuck to win. And we all know what happened there. So, pretty rough weekend. Um, also had Albon over Mick and 
uh, qualifying and the brakes were just terrible on the Williams all week. So just couldn't win last week, but, um, you know, looking, uh, looking at a track, uh, that Mercedes has done well at, um, George Russell has been great on, uh, free practice once, um, he's matched 115 versus Sergio Perez, who over the last, you know, three to five FP ones has been about three spots back of Russell. So we'll play a unit on Russell over Perez at 115 and free practice one. I absolutely love it. And as we were talking before the podcast, you mentioned you were on it and it was just so easy for me because I was like, oh, well, you know, the trend is there. I mean, outside of Singapore, I mean, Perez was getting ousted by Russell, what the past five races in FP1 and basically all those street circuses where Perez was going over Russell. And then you said, yep, that's my pick. I didn't, I just stopped. I just stopped and I made the, I made my pick. So that was, uh, thank you for the reassurance there, buddy. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, no, I love it. So I, I guess we we're down to our lot. Oh, wait, no, we got integrity too. That's right. We got integrity and light still. So, uh, let's go integrity. What's up. What's up, man. How are you, man? Good. All right. Of course. Uh, well, you know, we know where we're going free money Friday, of course. Uh, fortunately, last week did go our way, but that's why we got the Discord. We got sharps on there. Miss one pick, you find some winners. Uh, but this week we're gonna go Sebastian Vettel over K Mag. Uh, that's FP one again. That's uh, right now it's priced at minus one twenty five, and that's located on Bovada. Uh, I'm gonna do one unit with a dash integrity and take it to one point five. Uh, strictly going with trends on this one. Uh, the last five subs got him four to one on head to heads for uh, FP1. Uh, just in the last two races, in general, he's six and three in sessions overall. Plus, he's had some fairly good success here. I think he had the podium, I want to say, he had a podium last time. I want to say he won in 2018, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, we feel good about that one. Just trends wise, FP1 plus maybe some rain usually the best way to go and uh, all signs are pointing to a winner. I love it. I mean, you've been pulling out these, these FP one winners. We got free money Friday. Well, technically for me and most people in the United States, it will be free money Thursday this weekend because FP one is going to be at what? 11 Eastern 10 central uh, tomorrow. So everyone remember that it's not going to be an early morning. If you're in the United States, it's actually going to be a late one. So free money Thursday going into Friday, I guess is what we'll call it. Um, Yeah, I love it. And then we got lights out. We didn't get you last week, but here you are. The king, the legend, what you got. Hey, what's up, guys? What a tough act to follow after Taggerty. That was smooth delivery. <laughs> it was. It was. All right. So a couple shout outs. I know I didn't make it on the show um, last week, but I did make it on the fifth wheel podcast. Appreciate you guys for having me on one pick I gave there was uh, Red Bull fastest pit stop. They won it just barely 0.03 seconds because, uh, you know, Mercedes gave Russell like 18 cracks at it, but they still couldn't knock off the Kings. Um, so I got to give a shout out to RJ Vila Gomez. He first put me onto the Red Bull fastest pit and uh, we share custody of it now. And <laughs> we've gone three for three the last three races. I'm going back there, um, but you got to pay a lot of chalk for this. So it's Red Bull versus the world in the pit stop lane. 
Bookies haven't priced at minus 175. So you gotta go, you gotta go up to one and a quarter unit uh, just to get close to one unit of profit. And I'm hedging that with Aston Martin fastest pit at plus two, 2,000, 20 to one uh, for a quarter unit. So Aston Martin had one crack each at this as did Red Bull. And they posted the fourth and fifth fastest times in Singapore, Singapore and Red Bull posted the first and sixth fastest times. Uh, so they're neck and neck. I personally think Aston Martin is is the favorite to knock off Red Bull eventually. They're definitely the top three fastest pit stop teams right now, but bookies have them priced as the seventh fastest. So love the misprice there. Obviously, they aren't the favorite, so don't expect it to hit. That's why we just sprinkle a little bit. If it hits, it gives you five units. Um, yeah, last last three races, they've been within 0.1 second, 0.28 second, and 0.5 seconds of Red Bull. So they're knocking on the door. You can take this at a few different books, but you got to make sure that you read the rules because you want the scoring based on the stationary pit stop and not the entire length of it, which uh, Red Bull usually almost always wins. Uh, I posted this bet, I think yesterday with bet 365's plus 2000 number and it hasn't changed. So their market maker doesn't believe me. So it's me against him. Tell me if you want for a quarter unit and um, between Red Bull and Aston Martin, if one of them takes it, we're in profit. I love it. You guys are definitely the pit stop gurus and I will not question it. I almost, I don't think I've probably played best pit stop once and this might be the time i probably do it so be careful and might lose because you know how that goes with me and trying a new bet for the first time that has an awesome trend um i will uh not mention the one we talked about before in the past but awesome i do have a pick myself and it was kind of tough guys we have a lot of sharp people in the discord again if you're not in it you need to get in there we have what 10 now money gain cappers in there all pretty diverse you get a nice spectrum of different types of bets varieties in all different ways um so yeah i i i've struggled because everyone's kind of have the same thoughts on what what do i want to give out to the view uh to our listeners and i think i'm going to give this one out the ricardo over ocon free practice winner number one it is priced at now plus uh, actually i'm sorry minus 105 on bavada i think it is probably minus 115 on mgm probably still take that on mgm the trend obviously here is i mean ocon has just always had that struggling moments in fp1 and fp2 uh even sometimes in fp3 and qualifying we've seen in past ricardo i know he's had his struggles however he is getting his new upgrade they most likely will turn up the modes for him this weekend. I am very cautious about the rain, but I still think Ricardo has the advantage over Ocon. First off, he knows his track. He's done well here in the past. Um, I think he wants to close out the season strong as well. McLaren is, I mean, their pace is not at the same same pace as, Ocon, as Alpine, I should say. But I think that this could be the, the moment you do take Ricardo over Ocon. I think the odds there minus 105 is obviously getting a little bit of a discount so yeah that's my that's my pick for um going into tomorrow actually so before we get we go back around and have a round table i do want to go back to lights out he does have a new segment he wants to introduce to everyone i think this will be awesome for everyone to hear this and if we have time we'll definitely go and and try to get some more picks so we call this one the good bookie 
the bad bookie report. So I'll hand it off to you, man. Yeah, I love it. Um, so let me let me preface this by saying that we aren't affiliated with any sports books. Uh, we're here to collaborate and work together to find misprices and inefficiencies and take money from the books. So we like to think we're at least a little bit more uh, unbiased than, than uh, any other cappers, just because we have absolutely no affiliation with any bookie. So with that said, here's our uh, good bookie, bad bookie report for last weekend. First off, the great bookie have to give a shout out and uh, a tip of the hat to Bovada slash Bodog here in Canada. Uh, they had a mispriced line of, I think it was plus 275 for Alpha Tori to beat Alpha Romeo. No, not Alpha Tori, sorry. Aston Martin to beat Alpha Romeo. And um, they picked the wrong team, just like I just did. So it should have been them to beat um, Alpha Tori because both the Alpha Tories were starting in front of the Aston Martins and both of the Aston Martins were starting in front of the Alpha Romeos. So um, it was, it was a, a bad line. It should have, it should have either been Alpha Tori or uh, they should have flipped the odds. Either way, they picked up on it a few hours before the race and they honored it for pretty much all of us. Uh, just sent a message saying we acknowledge our mistake, but we're going to honor it if it wins just because we appreciate, um, sorry, because customer experience is like our number one priority or whatever their PR line is. So in any case, they, they honored that bet. Um, so whenever that happens, you have to give them a shout out. And, and uh, if, if people are just getting into F1 with that in mind, you know, consider signing up at, at Bovada Bodog. They have lots of F1 lines and they're clearly fair. Uh, similar lines, MGM and bet 365 winning race margins. Some people in our chat had it. We were all banking on it being five seconds or less, assuming there would be a safety car late. Uh, there wasn't a safety car super late. There, what ended up happening was um, there was an, an expected penalty, uh, time penalty for Perez. So he ended up speeding up a lot. So he won the race by seven seconds, seven and a half seconds unofficially. And then um, afterwards, they, they, they hit him with a five second penalty. So he only ended up winning by two and a half seconds. The bookies grade it based on the unofficial time when the race is finished and the trophies are presented at the podium because basically you can't take it back then, I guess, is their thinking. Uh, so MGM and bet 365, MGM ended up reversing it and giving it to anybody who had winning margin under five seconds and bet 365 just refunded it. Um, so they acknowledged, you know, they might be in the right based on their terms and conditions, but they don't want to screw over their um their customers, their betters, unlike uh, other bookies that we'll hopefully chat on later. And then our last one is the good and bad bookie. So Dolcetto found uh, a misprice on points bet. They had uh, Russell's odds for Lewis Hamilton, even though Russell was starting way behind Hamilton. It was up for all of three minutes. I think him and a couple other people managed to get in on it and then they closed it. So they, they get, I guess they get the bad bookie report for pulling it down so fast, but they get the good bookie report for still honoring the original people who got in on it. So that is my report. Uh, like I say, we're open. We're honest people. We have 400 people in our discord. So a whole range of bookies, everybody posts their winners or their complaints, and we're happy to air those out for them. Um, just to, you know, use our, our social media leverage against these bookies. That's really the only thing a lot of us have because they can, it's their house, right? They can do kind of whatever they want for the most part. And they'll just cite some BS rule if they want. Or in the case of these bookies that we listed today, a lot of them acted honorable, took care of their customers. So they rightfully deserve a shout out when uh, they take care of their betters. Totally agree. It's always nice when, uh, when you have bookies that are actually honoring their bets to their mistakes and not saying, Oh no, it's our mistake. So sorry, we're taking it down. So I did get paid out on that too. So luckily I didn't have to be a Karen and 
get on customer chat for that. So yeah, love the report hey, though. I like this little. Hey, segment. I want to add one for the good. Book yeah, also. go for it. Uh, I just noticed that uh, this morning when I was looking on Pavada, uh, they have added a top two finisher market now. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but this is the first race I've seen. I did. So yeah, and this is uh, this is a good thing. I mean, they're trying to expand their F1 markets, and uh, uh, you know, it's a uh, you know, if we uh, you know, like if we want to dive into those later on in the Discord, we could talk about it. But this is the first time I see it in bookies. Uh, in the west part of the world so i just wanted it's, to it's funny to yeah because yeah. we were complaining earlier about why don't they have the top six because i see mgm has some top six and yeah there's some interesting stuff for fp i should say not like the actual race yeah. but yeah no i uh i do like the I fact know. that we can we can do that and then you said something about hashtag them on on twitter and then you can you can get what you want yeah, yeah, you could uh, go onto their official Pavada bet. The what's your wager? And uh, you could pretty much type in who's gonna be Tom Brady's new girlfriend, and they will give you a market for it. You know, so I mean, they will they will price almost everything. <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah, I so Pavada is a pretty good book. No, I I, I actually I gotta say I've been I've been impressed with them. I've been enjoying. But yeah, to carry on, let's let's get into the next thing we said we wanted to try to do. Um, let's get into the sprinkle segment, which is something new we want to try. Uh, it's basically what we call the long shot sprinkle, where there might be a, a long shot out there. Let's just say somewhere in the 800 plus, whatever you want to consider a long shot in your book. But the sprinkle part is what I call quote unquote pizza money, which is like something like that you're willing to just, you know, throw a couple of bucks if that's what you're willing to risk, $10, or maybe you're just a high roller and $100 is, is, is chump change for you. That's what we call the sprinkle. Um, so, yeah, does, let's talk through that. Who has a long shot that they want to give out to folks? And again, dis, just a disclaimer here do not throw out your whole your bankroll onto this thing this is just pure just fun so yeah does anyone have one well i did some extensive research and i read an article like two minutes ago (laughs) that uh, (laughs) that yuki has not been here since he was in the f4 yeah apparently he did a race simulation didn't go very well so that being said i'm going to take yuki first pit uh, plus one thousand two hundred. <laughs> I love how you you your extensive research in the past two minutes got you there. That's uh, phenomenal that news, dude. Yep. No, but well, that's uh, that was it was phenomenal <laughs> though. It's like I didn't even know that he was failing on his simulator. So I was like, he should know this track. Yeah, the more so, you know, right? I mean, but yeah, that's great. So you got Yuki to not finish or or to retire first. Uh, no, first to make a pit stop. That's, oh, first uh, to make a pit stop. Yeah, that's a plus twelve hundred. Yeah, basically means he's going to do some accident. Straight into the gravel, flatten his tires out, straight to the pit. Or, or wing clips someone, and yeah. Okay, how much was that? Uh, plus twelve hundred. Plus twelve hundred. All right. Okay. Who else? Who else has got? So one? I've got another one. Okay. So having not done that extensive research. I like Alpha Tauri double points. So 
if Yuki doesn't hit the wall in the first lap, <laughs> he'll go on to get points for Pierre Gasly. <laughs> That's a hedge. So, but, yeah, a hedge. No, but I think sneakily, AlphaTauri have got have improved their car because Gasly's been in the points in the last two races. Uh, Sonoda was running in the points till he hit the wall. But I think their car's back to a decent level. I love it, actually. I'm actually looking this one up. Not to say I didn't like yours, Tegrity, but this one's kind of interesting. Uh, what else? What else? What about McLaren double uh, top six uh, this weekend? Uh, reading a lot of reports, uh, Danny really likes this track. Uh, oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and McLaren has been doing really well on, um, uh, you know, like high downforce tracks, which uh japan is a a high downforce track so i don't know it's a it's it's a plus 800 on DraftKings right now for top six it's funny because i still don't consider it a high downforce track though a lot of people might consider it i'm torn between that yeah it could be like more like it's 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 kind of balanced balanced. yeah exactly that's the way i look at it is it's just balanced but I do agree. That's why my pick for Ricardo was was one that. So I am a little nervous about what this new upgrade will be like. But seeing how Lando performed last week, though, it was kind of hard to judge that because we didn't see it really in true top speed form. You know, power was down. We didn't see DRS last week. But what was the odds we said there? I'm trying to scroll through the scroll. The ones I see it on graphics was plus eight hundred. Yeah, see, it's plus 650, both top, uh, drivers in top. You said top six, right? Yeah, in top it's, six. It's 650 on Bavada, so that 800 is not a bad number, actually. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Anyone else got one? If uh, nobody else has one, um, along the same thought as Tegrity, first pit, I got Magnuson plus 2000 or Vettel plus 2000, both just for one tenth of a unit. Um, basically, Magnuson is the Danish queen of uh, front wing damage on the first lap. Happened last race. It's got to have happened at least 25% of races. So if that happens, he's a lock to go into the pit stop, like first lap. Um, if there's no damage on the first lap, then then Vettel is a prime suspect to pit first. Just him and Aston Martin seem to like pitting relatively early in his races. So uh, I'm not sure where bookies get their prices from, probably like all season long and and odds of crashing and all that sort of thing. But these feel a little long for me. Uh, It seems like they have them priced for for other, uh, you know, potential drivers that might take damage on the first lap. But you got to think Magnussen is, is one of the, prime culprits he, he does that like so much more often than anybody else it seems like so those are mine yeah i think the the only one i'll just call out and it, i'll is if it if it does rain only this is the only time i would play around with this is if it does rain that top six k mag mick pick just because we've just seen it in two fp1 sessions that the Haas just performs and excels in the rain. I can't explain it. I don't know why. That's my my analysis on that. If you want a long shot at plus 700, plus 900, top six FP1 uh, for those two, that would be the only one I would call out. So we got about a couple more minutes. I do want to 
just quickly do a call out for some of the other picks that we have out there. We all know that we got like Tom, the man that's he's just fires off on bets. As soon as they come out, it's pretty fun. I love it. And um, I'll just call out a few of his. So everyone can see or hear, I guess it's in this situation. So he's got a, He's only got one units going for FP1, but he does have an FP1 two-unit play Russell top six at minus 155 MGM. I think uh, a lot of us have this consensus going into this race, FP1, uh, even the race too. We think that Mercedes will just will be up there. Um, I think it's it's a great pick. It's, it's always safe to back a, a Hamilton sometimes a Russell, but yeah. So that's, that's one of his picks. Uh, Jen Christian actually, and I, I, he's got a lot too. Actually, I didn't realize how many he had. He has, let's go with this winning margin one FP one winning margin. If it does rain, we want to go 0.25 seconds. He has one unit on that. I think he has it at plus one thirty. I think it's actually plus 165 on Bavada, but FP1 winning margin at a quarter, quarter of a second, 220, 2.25, one unit. Um, so yeah, uh, lights, do you have any price picks or underdog plays? Sure. So underdog, um, they like to post their lines after FP1 and FP2, they like to look into the horse's eyes. So fair enough, but I do like whatever they come out with. Uh, the Yossi, Roman Yossi over 3.0 shots. That's an NHL pick, so I don't have to elaborate on it, but it's it's a home equity line of credit hammer for sure. Um, but prize picks did offer some F1 lines relatively early here. The qualifying lines, I think, are fair. Uh, Checo at three and a half. You could probably go over there uh, if you want to risk the biscuit. But uh, again, it feels risky, so... I would lean towards the pit stops. Aston Martin, I think I commented earlier about um, how much I believe in their pit stop crew. They are both priced at 3.0 right now. Those are my anchors. So Vettel and Stroll, both under 3.0. They cleared it by half a second last race. So they're in good shape. And then I'm mixing and matching those two picks. They're on the same team. So you got to do something else. I'm mixing and matching with Gasly under pit stop 2.95 seconds. And KMAG over pit stop 3.55 seconds. Uh, 3.55 is an eternity, but the Haas pit stop team is terrible. And as I mentioned earlier, 25% chance KMAG comes in with wing damage or some sort of five second penalty he has to serve. Um, in, in either case, the over would be a lock. Gasly's under. Uh, yeah, him and Alfatari have been on it. They're probably the third or fourth team, but besides Red Bull and Aston Martin that have been on top of it. His line uh, cleared by 0.1 last race, so it's a little tight, but I, I think if it's a solid track and uh, if there isn't rain, that, that should be relatively easy. My only other comment is uh, no specific pick, but if it rains, then look to a lot of these overs. Anything in like uh, 2.6, 2.8 range for the, the mid-tier pit stop teams, you can just mix and match those like crazy, uh, knowing that, you know, those, those inters are a little heavier, a little wetter, and the teams just take an extra half second to make sure they do the pit properly. So that's, uh, that's my prize picks and underdog report, at least for today and happy to give more underdog lines in our discord. As soon as those, uh, 
those lines drop. They are awesome because they offer lines on all 20 drivers typically, and they got different ways to do it between their rivals and then their straight up lines. And our team is usually watching like crazy um, for their qualifying lines to post and then for their race lines to post so that we can get on those lines early. So get on underdog if you haven't. Um, it's yeah, we're getting better and better on there, starting to dial it in. Obviously, there's more uh, mainstream sports starting up their regular seasons, which gives us even more markets. And our discord uh, has hunted pretty good on underdog so far this year. So five races left. Get on there. Let's turn your bet credit into some withdrawable cash. Yeah, and again, if you haven't already, uh, we do have the promo code for Underdog. Uh, we also do have a lot of people playing the price picks, getting into Discord. Everyone is just constantly talking about the different misprices, the different odds. Uh, and it's not just F1 sometimes, as you just pointed out. Sometimes it's NHL. Uh, guys, we are now at time. Any last thoughts very quickly? I would just add quickly uh, that we've... The double Alpine DNF last race, just uh, look out for grid penalties for both drivers and then just see how you can take advantage in the market from that. All right. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow I will be trying to do a live stream of FP1 on Twitch. I will send out the links for that. Again, join our Discord and you should be able to see the links there as well. We'll probably just be having just a little fun chatting while we're watching FP1 and uh, we'll talk odds. We'll talk all sorts of things. We'll even we'll even make fun of uh, a few drivers here and there if you want, if that fancies you as well. A um, few adult beverages as well are welcome. So I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. We'll see you tomorrow.